Hello, and welcome to Ways of Life. Now, you may have seen them in the movies. The groups of skinny, beautiful college girls all living under the same roof as they bully each other, throw the best parties, and do it all while saying their Greek letters with pride. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Delta Nu in Legally Blonde, Kappa Nu in Neighbors 2, and Kappa Kappa Tau in the show Scream Queens. Yes, I'm talking about sororities. And in this short episode series, I'll be diving into the big question. Is this what they're like in real life? But first, let's get into what a sorority is. Sororities are female social organizations that are mainly found in colleges and universities across North America. The organizations have names based on letters from the Greek alphabet, and larger organizations have many chapters, which are divisions of the same organization but in different schools. So you may see a sorority named Delta 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 at many schools, but at each school they would have a different chapter name. For example, Delta 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 Alpha Beta Chapter at Cornell University, or Delta 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 Alpha Pi Chapter at the University of Maryland. These organizations are typically run by active students or alumni and have many positions available for each member to take on. Joining a Greek organization consists of going through what is called a rush period and a pledging period, also known as vetting and then probation. You can rush for multiple organizations, but you may only pledge and be a part of one. Typically, during a rush period, rushies are invited to attend multiple events, and at the end, if chosen by the organization, they will be given a bid, which is an invitation to become a pledge. During the pledging period, pledges must participate in almost all of the aspects of sorority life, and at the end, if everything goes well, they are then initiated into the sorority. Many sororities have what are known as chapter houses, where most of the members live and where sorority events are held. But some sororities are against having houses and will tell you that it is against the law for more than a certain number of girls to live in a house together because it will be considered a brothel. This, however, is a myth that was created back in the 1960s and is so widely talked about that no one really thinks twice about it. In Canada, where this myth is commonly used, there are actually a few sorority houses in Toronto and four out of five sororities at McGill University in Montreal have houses. Most of the time, this myth is used as an excuse because buying and taking care of a house is very expensive and living with a lot of people can get chaotic. As well, even if you don't live in the house, active members will have to pay for it through increased dues, which are what members pay each semester to be active. Bigs and littles are common terms associated with Greek life, meaning big sister and little sister, or in fraternities, big brother and little brother. Bigs are assigned as mentors for the incoming members and help them get adjusted to Greek life, as well as being there for them during their rough times and through school. Bigs can have multiple littles, and littles with the same big are considered to be twins. The bigs and littles are then considered to be part of a family line, which will sometimes go all the way back to their founding sisters or brothers. Hazing is also a common term associated with Greek life. According to hazingprevention.org, it is any action or any situation created intentionally that causes embarrassment, harassment, or ridicule, and risks emotional and or physical harm to members of a group or team, whether new or not, regardless of the person's willingness to participate. Hazing is commonly used during pledging period, when pledges are forced to do certain tasks for the organization to prove themselves. Some examples include drinking a required amount of alcohol, physical labor, beatings, and verbal harassment. Although it is most commonly associated with Greek life, hazing can also be present in school clubs and teams. 
According to CTV News, hazing is actually not illegal in Canada, but each school and organization has its own policies against it. As well, in the United States, there remain six states which have no laws against hazing. These are Montana, Alaska, Hawaii, South Dakota, Wyoming, and New Mexico. The hazing laws that are in place differ by state and can be looked up on hazingprevention.org. And that's it for today's episode on sorority culture. You can reach me on Instagram or email me at waysoflifepodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to listen to more in-depth episodes of different ways of life and cultures. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now. Thank you.